This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. You may remember that last week I mentioned that I always request a wireless microphone. I got a flurry of emails regarding that brief comment, so I thought I'd dedicate an entire episode to microphone use. First, I'll expand on why I think using a microphone is mandatory, and then I'll cover some tips on how to use a microphone properly. Again, as I said last week, I always request a wireless microphone. However, no matter what kind of microphone you request, your goal is to speak in a normal, conversational tone. You should never strain your voice just to be heard. Some speakers' normal tone is quieter than average, so the microphone can artificially amplify their voice, although not significantly. And for those that are naturally loud speakers, the voice can be artificially adjusted downward to a more comfortable listening level. Again, any sort of strain will, at a minimum, limit your vocal variety, and worst case, will damage your voice. Of course, any type of microphone can solve that problem. So why did I suggest a wireless microphone? Because most people have never been trained. They don't know how to use a built-in microphone properly, and it restricts movement. I've seen so many speakers become frozen behind the lectern microphones. They don't seem to want to move their head or their body because they, they seem to be afraid that they won't get picked up by the microphone. Or worse, they do move around and the volume of their voice fades in and out as they move around. So first, I'll talk about the proper technique for a built-in gooseneck lectern microphone, primarily because these are standard in most rooms. First, you should point the microphone at your mouth because, well, that's the part of your body that you want to amplify. Try to do this ahead of time before it's your turn to speak. If you're lucky, no one will have readjusted it. But if it's your turn and you find it's pointing at your chest or your forehead, you'll need to go ahead and readjust it. Do this quickly by bending the neck. Try not to touch the microphone itself. You might get some nasty feedback. Next, you'll need to position yourself, specifically your mouth. You don't want to eat the microphone or spit on it by being too close, but you don't want to be too far away either. You should be about 8 to 10 inches away, or about two hand widths. Technically, you could go a little closer, about a fist away, but that will make your movement even more restricted and difficult. So with this type of microphone, the idea is to pivot or to swivel around the microphone, always keeping your mouth exactly the same distance away from it. If you're about 8 to 10 inches away, you'll have a little more freedom of movement. Obviously, if you turn your head completely away from the microphone, you won't be heard. If you want to move to the left, move your entire body left, but leave your head angled right towards the microphone. As you shift positions again, just remember to always keep your mouth angled towards the microphone and approximately the same distance away. For most people, that takes some practice in order to look smooth and natural and to keep the sound level consistent. With a handheld or a wireless microphone, you have the ability to completely move away from the lectern. I almost always recommend that speakers move away from the lectern, if not for the entire presentation, for at least part of the presentation. However, I've been doing this long enough to know that some of you are saying, but in our field, we always present from behind the lectern. And to that I say, well, are you sure? Think back to the very few times you saw truly excellent speakers. I'd bet a paycheck that the majority of these excellent speakers didn't present from behind the lectern, at least not for the entire presentation. When you deliver a talk from the lectern, it limits your ability to make a direct connection with your audience. In fact, research supports that. 
The physically closer that you get to your audience, the more likely you are to persuade them. And your goal for all presentations should be to make a connection with your audience. So by using a handheld or a wireless microphone, your movement's not restricted to being behind the lectern, and you can freely walk around the room. So in addition to saving my voice, that is really the biggest reason I usually request a wireless microphone. But again, due to cost, sometimes the best that they can do is to provide a handheld microphone. A handheld microphone also requires special handling. With this type, you want to keep the ball of the microphone below your mouth and pointed toward your nose so that the air travels over the mic and not directly into the mic. Another alternative is to actually touch the ball to your chin and keep it there. Lapel or lavalier wireless microphones are a little bit trickier to use properly. In terms of placement, you want them about 8 inches or 2 hand widths below your chin and as close to the center of your body as possible. When you move around the room, the secret is, is to remember to move your entire body in the same direction. That way when you speak, your mouth and body will be in the same relative position and distance from your mouth. If you don't do that, the volume of your voice varies, which can be quite distracting. Oh, one note for preachers. Be careful when you bow your head to pray. You'll be much closer to the mic and you'll need to remember to talk more softly to keep the volume consistent. Before I end this episode, I want to share two technical notes. First, all microphones are fragile. I'll just say that again. All microphones are fragile. And this means you should never hit it or blow into the microphone because you can really easily damage it. And finally, most lavalier mics have two switches on them, one for power and the other for mute. So turn on the power first, then unmute it. When you're done, mute the mic and then turn the power off. So there you have it. A few tips and mostly techniques for using microphones properly. I think this answers most of the questions that were asked during the week. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. For additional resources and sneak previews at New Stuff, join the Public Speaker fan page or join my newsletter. If you'd like to connect with me, feel free to join my networks on LinkedIn and Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>